Welcome to Shields Pizza once again on Telegraph Road in Southfield. This is the Lawrence Tech Football Coaches Show podcast. I'm Lauren Plant from State Champs. This is the head coach, the big cheese, the nacho eating, Jeff Dumendek. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great. All right, good, good, good. I had my nachos already. You did. You're ready. We're here every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. We invite you to join us. Uh, Shields will take care of you. It's a great uh, food and drink specials, great atmosphere. It's always fun. Here's what we got in store for you tonight. All right, we're going to talk about what lessons we learned from the first loss of the season yep. uh, to Indiana Wesleyan last Saturday. Uh, there was a lot of good that came out of that yeah. game. Uh, we'll announce the Blue Devils players of the week. There are a few here tonight, uh, so we're going to meet them and talk to them. We're going to break down some of the top plays from last Saturday's game, and we'll look ahead to this weekend's matchup with Northern Michigan. These guys have logged quite the mileage. Uh, this season, another seven-hour bus ride in store for LTU. It'll be easy after North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right. Again, I'm joined each week by the head coach, Jeff Dumadek. First question, what did you learn about your team in the 38-24 to defeat at the hands of Indiana Wesleyan? Um, one, I know we can compete in our league. You know, Indiana Wesleyan's had a close game against Taylor. They beat St. Francis of Illinois. Um, and, you know, we were right there for the taking in that game uh you know we made some mistakes we had five turnovers obviously it's hard to win with five turnovers um but i saw us fight throughout that game um i saw some of our personal one-on-one matchups that we were able to handle uh some kids that we feel are really good players so um it was probably the it was definitely the most talented team we played thus far so it was good to see how we reacted to that um and that we were able to handle those matchups. Yeah, and again, you guys also stayed in there. You know, you, you guys competed to the end, but it was for the first time this season, turnovers really hurting you. Exactly. Uh, four fumbles on the day in which two were lost, three interceptions thrown by Tyler Kolko, which is not what we're used to seeing. Right. But again, you hadn't been used to seeing a defense and an offense this good. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we just uh, got a little over-amped probably for the game and uh, put a little bit too much pressure on ourselves and, uh, you know, didn't play within the system and yeah. made some mistakes and, uh, you know, learn from those. We look back on them and, and now, the, you know, the guys are starting to understand that against some teams you can make those mistakes and get away with them. Against good teams, you, you really can't. Yeah, and it provides actually valuable tape for you guys to show these guys, exactly. hey, here's what you went wrong. You had so many blowouts this season. Right. You didn't have too many opportunities to do that. Now, despite all of what we've said, you did have the lead in the third quarter at 1.17-16. Yeah, you know, uh, Kendall, one of our players of the week, scored yeah. his second touchdown to put us up 17-16. Uh, at that point, he uh, got hurt and, and left the game right. for the remainder of the game. Right. Um probably our fastest remaining receiver with uh, Higdon out as well. So, you know, we really struggled with speed, and I know Kayvon, or, uh, Kendall was getting open throughout the day, so uh, that kind of hurt us going forward. We weren't able to have that that playmaker. 
um, out there on the field. And, and shortly after that, we lost one of our offensive linemen as well. He did. And, uh, he tried to gut it and get back in there, yeah. but – couldn't, could, yeah, couldn't quite make it, but you saw him limping around. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so we we took some injuries that that kind of hurt us. Uh, had a couple down going into the game as well. Right. Um, so I think when we get back to full strength, uh, we're definitely battling for that game. Yeah, absolutely. And again, injuries are part of the game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they had guys that were out as well. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things you get to learn about the depth of your team and. Uh, Next man up, as they always say. Exactly. Yeah, I have to say the atmosphere itself was really great. Yep. Uh, it was obviously homecoming, but there were some big play touchdowns, you know, which got the crowd really going. Big interceptions by the Blue Devils. I mean, this was a real game, yep. you know, and we hope for a different result, but it had to be a lot of fun just for you guys to feel like, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're in this, we're, we're down, we're up, you know, right. and just for the coaches and the players. Yeah, it was definitely a, a good chance for us to truly evaluate our team. And um, like you said, you know, we made some mistakes in games earlier, but they kind of just got washed out with the score, right? Yeah. Um, so having to battle through and be in a 17-16 game in the third quarter just wasn't things that we were used to from a coaching staff or a player perspective. And, uh, you know, to see how we respond to those things, both sides of that was was good. Yeah, you had some several potential recruits yep. on the sidelines. That was kind of exciting yeah. to see a bunch of high school players wearing their Letterman's jackets there, you know, and all that. Uh, what did they have to say about their experience? Uh, they loved it. They loved the atmosphere. You know, there's not too many NAI stadiums that uh, that you get that atmosphere. Yeah, you know, uh, we've had over 2,000 fans at every game. 3,000 at that one. 4,000 at the first one. So we've been, uh, you know, it's been a really exciting atmosphere. They saw our ability to be able to compete, you know. Um, they understand that we're all freshmen uh, and we're competing against some upperclassmen. So, right. uh, you know, the recruits were excited about it and it kind of opened their eyes to, like, this is going to be a legit program. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. College football. Right. You know, uh, we're going to break down about a half a dozen plays during our show as well as meet a few of the Blue Devils who are here. Uh, Let's start by looking at a few now. So, uh, Kevin Trzinski, we're going to begin with clip one. Uh, Terrell Cunningham had a record day, 10 receptions, 149 yards, and one touchdown. This was a nice 23-yard pickup early (laughs) in the game. Yeah, we knew uh, that that position was going to be a big position for us and obviously trails our starter at that position um so we were counting on him to have a big day and uh you know he was able to get free here on a on a play that we designed for him and we had to release it a little bit earlier than expected with some pressure in the backfield on tyler coca but uh nice hands yeah which is why it was a little bit late reaction terrell seeing it but uh and hopefully that's why he juggled it but uh if he had caught it clean, it would have been a touchdown. But I think right. he uh, made the play. Yeah, we made the play, and we got in a couple plays later, so we still yeah. got seven out of the drive. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to move to clip five, and uh, what we had here: Tommy Lappin had a program high twelve tackles, four and a half were for a loss. Here, punishing Wildcat quarterback Zach Blair behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you know this this quarterback's pretty elusive, and yeah. he felt like he was going to get the edge on us, but. Uh, you know, like our guys said, there's not too many people who can get the edge on Tommy. Yeah. So he comes up, puts his face mask on his ribs, and uh, he got up a little slow from this one. He was was that little, the best quarterback you faced so far? By far. Yeah. By far. Um, he's a Division One transfer from Ball State. 
Uh, very talented, makes really good decisions. Yeah, he did. Um, he's got some good weapons on the outside, and I thought our defense did a great job of containing those guys. You know, and that really is one of the things that people should understand is that they've got Division One transfers, Division Two transfers, Division whatever. They've got teams. They've got kids that are older yep. uh, in the program, and you're still fielding a team of freshmen. Exactly. It was you know just differing philosophies between myself and Coach Langs. Coach Langs wanted to take some transfers to get the thing kick-started. Sure. I wanted to build it from the ground up with freshmen and, uh, you know, who's to say which one's right or wrong? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, or, you know, they both can be right. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Know, so, um, but it was a, you know, we were competing against older kids yeah. on Saturday. Will you look at transfers and everything in the future here? In the future, yes. Okay. Uh, what I wanted to do was build our foundation the yeah. first two years with, uh, with all freshmen. And then going forward, in fact, uh, you know, after I leave tonight, I'm calling a transfer to okay. offer to try and get him in in January. Okay. So yeah. Um, we, uh, yeah, we're working on all that stuff. Um, but the first two years, the foundation, I want yeah. it to be all freshmen. That makes sense. And, again, these are going to be your leaders exactly. this year and the next four years. Exactly. You know? So, uh, And then you just kind of, you know, pick and choose spots where you want to have guys, guys right. that you get a chance to look where at. Where haven't we been able to find a freshman I, to right. fill this? And, I know your coaching yeah. staff has been out on the road and scouting oh, yeah. guys. And, again, you know, transfers, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's all Things are always happening yep. where players, you know, maybe aren't getting an opportunity where they felt they would. Right. And, uh, and you know, and again, you got to fit it in academically, so it's a whole process. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good, though. Uh, as we get into our Players of the Week discussion, uh, we have to start uh, with the POW on offense this week, and that was wide receiver Kendall Williams. Three catches and two touchdowns. Kendall is here with us tonight. So let us welcome number two, Kendall Williams, to the microphone. All right. Come on in. Have a seat. How you doing? All right, why don't you bring that mic close to you so we can hear you. Make sure we got you. All right. Um, now, your hometown is Lantana, Florida? Yes, sir. Okay, all right. Uh, that's in Palm Beach County, so pretty ritzy. Pretty ritzy area to live. Uh, nice area. Nice area. Uh, you went to, what is it? Is it Santa Luces? High Skis? Okay. Uh, your last season was a couple of years ago, right? Uh, how long have you been enrolled at Lawrence Tech? I've been on the road since last year. Okay, yeah. so you're one of the guys that's been there from kind of the beginning. Yes, sir. Uh, so talk about this whole evolution from where you get on campus, there's no games ahead, you guys are just going to kind of figure out, you know, who you are and just practice and just beat up on each other to now where you're, you know, almost through a full season of this, uh, what's called the reboot. So, uh, ever since football got on campus, we, we brought life to the campus. And I agree. Yes, and like homecoming last week, everybody was excited. We was excited. We didn't come up with the win, but I know our guys, they fought hard, and yeah. we will come up with the win next week. No doubt about it. Coach, how'd you find this guy? Uh, <laughs> just recruit, recruiting, you know, beating the bushes. you hit Florida yeah. kind of hard. Yeah, we hit Florida. That first year, we took nine guys out of Florida. Yeah. Um, Kendall being one of them. Uh, Kendall's one of our, in my opinion, one of our most improved players from last year. You know, he came in in the fall and was kind of finding his way around and and really learned and dedicated himself on working on his craft as a wide receiver. So he's put in a lot of time with that. He ended up breaking his leg in the spring ball last year. Um, so, you know, had, I was worried that he was going to lose some speed and quickness over the summer, but 
put in some hard work rehabbing and uh, came back, I think, faster and quicker than he was when he left. Well, he showed it on Saturday, a pair of touchdowns. Uh, we have both, and uh, in our clip uh, vault here, we're going to run the first one back-to-back as we have two angles of it. Uh, let's run clip two, and then we'll run clip three, Kevin, right behind it. And, Coach, you could talk about it. Second and six from the 11, Kolka floats one to the back pylon. Uh, we knew once we got inside the 20, uh, there were a lot of man coverage. So uh, we put Kendall on the backside, matched up on their corner, felt that was a good matchup for us. Gave him a little uh, in-and-out route, what we call a K route. And, uh, you know, so he worked him to the inside, came back out, and Coca put it up and over the DB. Um, looked a little bit like uh, Rodgers to uh, whoever it was last night for <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that game time touchdown. Yeah, 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 so. for sure, for sure. Uh, talk about just from a receiver's perspective the uh, comfort and the chemistry that you guys are building as a unit with Kolka. Tyler Kolka, I love that man. Uh, <laughs> after every practice, we'll throw the ball and just get our timing right, and yeah. that's it showed on Saturday. Touchdown. No doubt about it. And, you know, he can spread it around. And, you know, Tyler, you can see his, his growth, his maturity, his evolution. You know, he's, he doesn't panic. You know, and regardless of the interceptions, he's trying to fit him in tight windows. He'll get there. Right. He's just not there yet uh, in terms of some of that. Uh, let's go. Uh, you know, while you're there, Kev, let's go clip four now. And uh, this is clip Coca running to uh, his left. We lost, we lost our monitor, so uh, it's all right. He'll get it there. Uh, we'll get it worked up, but uh, this is uh, when you had an opportunity to uh, climb the ladder in the back of the end zone. And uh, clip four. Clip four. Yeah. Okay, so we can't see it here, so you're just going right. to describe it visually. You want me to? Or... Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. um, so here we got a little uh, play-action play that, uh, that we're running, and our guys did such a great job of running the play-action. The guy that has Kendall man-to-man, actually goes and tries to tackle Tanner Foley. And so Kendall's coming across the, uh, the formation wide open and uh, goes up uh, extremely high, you know, shows, yeah, shows, his vert- yeah, shows his vertical and his fearlessness to go up, take a shot, and still hold on to the ball. How much uh, how much fun uh, have you been having uh, this season? Oh, a lot of fun. Football, I love the game. Yeah. And just, I've been playing football since I was five years old. It's just right. like backyard to me, it's playing in the backyard. That's it, man. That's it. Um, we, we noticed there were a lot of potential, uh, you know, Blue Devils on the sidelines from a bunch of different high schools. And uh, Do you take a role uh, in helping try to recruit these guys? Yes, there's some, some players back in my school. I'm trying to bring LTU to them, you know, right. tell us what, what we're about and um, just trying to get them to our tradition. Because, I mean, it really is. It's almost like on social media and all that. You always want to talk to these guys. You want to tell them, hey, man, this is this is great. This is where you should be. We got a great thing going. You know, I mean, do you rely on these guys to help you? Oh, yeah. I always tell them our players are our best recruiters, you know. Right? The kids can listen to us as coaches, but they just feel it's coach speak, right? So right, I know. When they get to know the players that are going to be their brothers, they're going to be their roommates, they're going to be on the road with them, they're going to be going to battle with them in the weight room, on the field, all that stuff, you know, they – they feel that bond, and that's what makes them want to come here. You know, yeah. that first 45 that we brought in last year did a great job helping us recruit last year. Oh, I bet. And now we'll continue to, to help us going forward. Yeah. So what's your major? Mechanical engineering. Say it again? Mechanical engineering. Okay, mechanical engineer, right? Well, that's that's deep. You know, that, that's rough. How has school been going for you? Um, 
it's been going good. Just it's kind of hard trying to manage work and football. I know, but I'm getting it done though. This is a full time job. Yes. This thing right yes, here. You got practice tonight. You know. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of a job would you like to get when you get out of here? Uh, I would like to build cars or roller coasters. That's what I really like to do. All right. Okay. All right. So. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, all right, we're, we're, that's good. That's good. Thank you, Kevin, for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, we would like to finish up the highlights one more time there, Kev, if, if you can. Clip six. Clip six. Now, uh, Andrew Campbell uh, snuffed a first quarter uh, Wesleyan drive with an interception on the home sideline. He does it uh, again here. Uh, in his from his safety position on just the third play of the second half. Yeah, Andrew's uh, you know here playing center field. Basically, he's the middle field safety. Um, we knew they like you know post routes and things like that. And uh, here he sees it. He's keying the, the quarterback's eyes and sees it and is able to drift underneath it and make a great play uh, on the ball. He's got great hands, great ball skills, really good football instincts, and uh, you know came up with two this game. All right, so we'll finish up our uh, Player of the Week awards on defense. It was Cam Mitchell, uh, five tackles, one tackle for loss, one block field goal. He's here, but uh, we talked to Cam last week, so we know about him. Uh, the special team award goes to uh, Spencer Iaquinto, uh, who had a 22-yard kick return. Uh, now the unsung heroes are your scout team guys. We always talk about the scout team guys here on the show. Uh, scout offensive POW again was Andre Jackson. Yep. Back we had back-to-back weeks. Uh, back -back weeks. Uh, the scout defensive award went to Nick Ryan, That's and the three weeks in a row for him. Wow, three weeks. And the scout special teams player of the week is Miles Young, and Miles is with us. So let's welcome Miles to the show. All right. How you doing? Good. How are you? All right. All right. The, the scout guys, we like that. Um, now, you're a local product. Yes. You played your uh, high school ball at Ann Arbor Huron High School. Yes, I did. The River Rats. That's it. We're one of the best nicknames in the state. Uh, you were a, a strong safety and a defensive back, right, in yes. high school. Uh, Coach, where does Miles fit as far as position in your future? Uh, he's been playing corner and some safety for okay. us. Uh, played corner this, this past weekend um, and contributing on special teams as well. So, um, you know, we can kind of fit him in where we need him. He's a, a very highly football intelligent player um, and, had, and brings a variety of skill sets. All right. Now, you were another one. Uh, that uh, your last football season was 2016. Yes. So you graduated in 2017, so it's been a while. Uh, Very long you time. Know, uh, why did you come to LTU? Um, first and foremost, my grandfather went here. Really? And, um, when did your grandfather go here? A while ago. <laughs> <laughs> so he went here, and um, my dad actually came up here on my visit with me, and he told okay. me that, and I thought it was a great place, and fit really well. I love cl small class sizes. So Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that uh, we always kind of stress when we're doing segments is that, you know, having like 12 kids to one professor, you know, really gives you an opportunity to, to learn. Obviously, LTU is big on theory and practice, so you're doing books and then you're also doing your hands-on. What are you majoring in? Nursing. Nursing. Okay, so nursing is one of the programs that is uh, just a couple of years old here now. Yep. Uh, again, there's such a stigma to nursing, uh, but it really is like... Dr. Modgill, who is the president of the university, when the nursing program started, and regardless of any other program that's offered here at Lawrence Tech, he says, you 
you graduate with a nursing degree, you are guaranteed a job when you graduate, period. No matter where, you're guaranteed. So uh, it's a smart move. How's it been going for you? It's been going really well. Um, the class sizes obviously are very small. Yeah. I have three other teammates right now in my classes, and we're going along really fine, and it's really fun. I mean, again, it's, it's huge. We need nurses. Uh, it's uh, you know it's it's a noble profession, so uh, maybe you'll take care of one of us someday. <laughs> uh, do you plan on staying local, you know, or, or are you open to living in another part of the country? Um, I'm planning on staying local at least for a few years out of college. Okay. Then after that, I might spread out a little bit, maybe move down to Texas where my grandparents are, but probably stay local for the first couple years. Okay, all right. So, uh, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, Miles Young, a nursing student at Norse Tech. Yep. And that's great. you got guys yeah. in all kinds of degree programs. Yeah, I think that was our first nursing student. I think we have five of them on the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're one of the only schools that I know of that does the nursing clinicals in the summer. So, they, the athletes actually get to still participate you know yeah. my last school if we had any nursing students by their junior year they were doing their clinicals and we never got them at practice so right uh Therese Jameson does a great job of working that so that the athletes can be nurses as well and uh and you know Miles is starting the football program and starting the nursing program so, yeah uh, they were pioneer. both brand new yeah yeah, yeah. He's a pioneer, even though he was a river rat. Right, exactly. Not the pioneers <laughs> in, in Ed Arbor. So, all right, we're going to finish up the podcast by looking ahead. Uh, Lawrence Tech has really done it all in its first football schedule in 70 years. You face a, uh, you have faced a two-time club national champ in Oakland University, yep. one handily. You faced an NCAA Division III opponent, came back to win at Wisconsin Lutheran. Uh, you faced a fellow Mid-States football conference foe now in Indiana Wesleyan. And now, and you're getting another crack at them in a couple of weeks. Now back to the NCAA ranks, but Division II this time in Northern Michigan. Ironically enough, uh, they were a former NAIA program back in the day, a pair of NAIA playoff appearances in the 1960s. Uh, they won their first game this season, but have lost five in a row. Uh, although, uh, although that does include a one-point loss to Davenport and a three-point loss to Northwood. So it's right. a couple of games that could have went either way. What do you know about them? Uh, they're a tough physical team. Coach Nystrom, uh, his father was a great mentor to my, of mine when I coached up there, actually. And, um, you know, his, obviously he's taken over the reins two years ago and uh, has done a great job of transforming them into a physical football team. Uh, they play great. You know, they play fast, physical defense, and then on offense, they've got a really good running back. He was the back of the year in the GLIAC a year ago. Um, I think he had over 200 yards against Northwood this year. Uh, very physical kid, runs hard, and just produces. Yeah, the Superior Dome will be the site, <laughs> so uh, otherwise you guys would be playing in the snow, which would not be fun. Uh, I know, I, yeah, exactly. Kevin just came from there. Uh, but you mentioned it, heavy rush attack. Uh, their senior back, Jake Mayon, closing in on a school record. He's got 35, uh, 49 career rushing yards, uh, already with almost 1,000 this season. How do you go about and attack that and stop that? Well, you know, we just have to be disciplined and stay in our gaps and keep gap responsibility, and then we have to be efficient in our tackling. Um, you know, the thing I've noticed about him is he – 
it doesn't take just one guy to take him down. It right. takes two, three, four. And, uh, you know, if you can get him down on that first tackle, that's where a lot of his yards come, his yards after contact. But uh, if we can be efficient in our tackling, get him down, and I think we can limit that. How would you rate your, uh, let's say, your, your front four, you know, through, through this point in the season? Our defensive line has been really, really good. Uh, we've had a, a couple change-ups with some injuries and things like that, but, uh, um, you know, throughout the season, I think we're going to be at full strength this weekend. All right. Um, but they're, they get off the ball well. Coach Davis does a great job of coaching them up. And, uh, you know, they're a physical group, and hopefully, you know, they can help us contain their, their running back. So you mentioned you coached there. Uh, when you were there, what role did you play? Uh, I was the offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. So uh, my, my, my back at the time, Mark Boussois, I think holds the single game rushing record. Um, so we're, we're definitely not going to let that get broken. We're going <laughs> to hopefully uh, hold Mayon from breaking the, the season record as yeah. well. What do you remember the most about your time there? Because it's such a unique place. Uh, I met my wife there. Okay. So there that go. was an important piece of my lifetime, yes, obviously. Um, I loved my time in the UP. You know, there's great people up there. Northern Michigan is, is filled with great people. Um, so, I, you know, it was a really good experience, something that I, as a high school, you know, my brother went to Michigan Tech when I was in eighth grade, and I said, told my dad, I was like, why would he go there? I'd never go to the UP, <laughs> right? I ended up living there seven years uh, yeah. later on. Seven but, years. Yeah, three at Michigan Tech and four at Northern. Wow. And, uh, but I think it's a phenomenal place. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to going back up and hopefully coming out with a W. Absolutely. Do you have a prediction to make? Uh it's going to be a fast physical football game. Okay. There you go. Uh, we want to thank again Coach Jeff Dubinek. Everybody, we never give you a proper uh, round of applause, but you spending time and being here, we appreciate it. Uh, if you want to watch the Lawrence Tech Blue Devils take on the Northern Michigan Wildcats, they will be streaming the game live, so you can go to the Northern Michigan website at nmuwildcats.com to check it out. Uh, we will see you back here, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, please come visit Shields Pizza on Telegraph and Southfield for some great food and a great time. We'll be here 7 o'clock next Tuesday to talk about the Northern Michigan game. Uh, thanks to our great crew here today for the fellas to coming out, especially John Hebron and Kevin Trzynski for helping make this particular program possible. As always, go Blue Devils. Oh, 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 oh